Hello, and welcome back. So today I wanna to talk to you about acceptance and uh, acceptance begins at home. But before we go into this, I just want to remind you that this conversation will move from the, the near absolute view to the relative view. It, all of these talks do, they move between the two. And that it goes for every spiritual teacher that I have ever heard. It's just the way of it. If I was to speak to you from the, the, the true non-dual viewpoint, I couldn't speak to you. I wouldn't be able to open my mouth. The minute I opened my mouth, it would be open. So I can't tell you the truth, but I can tell you something that's very truth-like, very truthy, very and, and hopefully very helpful. But don't get marred by some some words that ring to you like oh god he's speaking from the relative he's not you know well it, it's <laughs> i'm just speaking to you and i if i could speak to you wholly non-dually i don't think i would because it wouldn't encompass non-duality because then i'd be speaking from one side or the other as it is, I'm speaking from both sides interchangeably, but I'm not speaking from the absolute. I'm speaking from the essentially absolute, from the essential absolute, from that which is so close to the truth that you only have to make, a, 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 you only have to reach out a little bit yourself and then you can, you can grasp it. But don't get confused when it's one or the other. And I'm not going to announce when I'm going to be talking from an essentially non-dual position. And when now, folks, I'm talking from the, from the uh, uh, relative position because, hell, it'd just be all that. So just try to follow me as best you can. So <clears throat> acceptance begins at home. The, <clears throat> the hardest thing for most people to accept is themselves that's the truth it's the, the, the it's the hardest hill to climb because we're wearing these units and we can see i mean so, so to speak and we can see that there these condition the conditioning here is deeply flawed within relativity that it's deeply flawed but from a, an essentially non-dual view this can't do wrong because this ain't individual, it's not distinct, it's not on its own, it's not making decisions, it's not, make, it's not even taking actions. Actions are taken, but not, they are not initiated by this unit. <clears throat> that initiation comes from off, as in South Carolina, we like to say that you're from here or you're from off. And so those things, <clears throat> those, those, uh, the beginnings of those thoughts, the uh, beginnings of those thoughts, I'll stick with that. And <clears throat> they don't, or then those thoughts are not initiated. That's the word I was looking for. Those thoughts are not initiated by this frame, but they're certainly processed by this frame. Um, but there's no independent being here. So there can't be any independent action. There can't be, uh, any independent thought that can't be, or anything like that. It, it will look like that. It will feel like that. That's the way of relativity. <clears throat> but it can't actually be like that. And that's the way of non-duality. That's the way of the absolute. 
<clears throat> but from a relative perspective, please don't get any idea that this is some sort of ideal human being. It's not, you know, if, if I had a child, I wouldn't try to mold them into being this, but I, I, but I wouldn't try to mold them into being anything, I don't think. I believe I would just allow that to happen, which is what's gonna happen anyway. But I'm just saying, this is not some sort of ideal human. This is a flawed unit. And this teaching doesn't come through this unit because of the, I'm just gonna sound like I'm talking about an entity and I'm not, because of the teaching, because of the, the, the conditioning that it found here initially. It came here in spite of the conditioning that it found here initially, initially, because I was a pretty rough cop. I mean, I wasn't the worst guy in the world, but my God, I was a long way from being a skillfully human. I didn't even, I mean, I couldn't have recognized a skillful human because I would have thought everybody was conniving like I am, like I was, right? <laughs> I'm a conniver and everybody else is too. I'm a thief and everybody else is a thief. I'm a liar and everybody else is a liar, just the way I did. So I couldn't, I didn't have any accurate idea of, of really of anything to tell you the truth. <laughs> so, you know, this is a perfect example of a beautiful teaching coming through a rusty tin can. This, that's the truth. That's what this is. This is like a beat up rusty old tin can. And a flower, a beautiful flower, just as soon grow up through this rusty tin can as a beautiful vase or in an English garden. It's um, because it's not about the container. It's about the teaching. And hell, I mean, I can I can see the shortcomings of the container myself, and uh, and what I've come to do is notice that the shortcomings. Those are my opinions of what's found here. They are shortcomings, but when I look at it from a little bit broader view, perhaps you can recognize that what I'd be saying at that point is that I can see where the I can see all the mistakes that the universe made here. I can, I can see all of God's errors very clearly. And uh, I don't believe that the universe is, is making errors I don't, because there's only one thing going on and there's actually no room for error. There really isn't. And everything is turning at the same time and everything is perfectly in sync. Everything is perfectly meshed because there's not really everything there's the everything is one thing. So there can't be part of the one thing that's out of order. It's just the way it works. That's the reason we will have a tendency to, the teachers will have a tendency to call this world, well, this is perfect. Well, it is perfect as flawed as it is, right? Because from a relative perspective, you can see there should, you know, from a relative perspective, the mind will say there shouldn't be any starving or war or pestilence or, you know, disease or anything like that. But we notice that there is. Now, so from a unit perspective, I've got two choices. Unit and relative perspective, I've got two choices. I can either go along with what is or I can resist what is. 
I can cooperate with what is, or I can fight what is. That's what, and when I say I, we don't know what I'm really talking about, but I'm referring to Fredness, not a Fred at the center. Just like this, 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 this tropical storm that everybody's had. My client's been teasing me because I always talk about Hurricane Fred has no center. And then, hey, there's a hurricane down there, and his name is Fred. So, um, but I can guarantee you that that it's not a hurricane. Actually, it's a storm, but it's a named storm, and I can guarantee you it has no center. It has no more center than this body does, or that this quote personality has. Is there, there's no distinct personality here. It's, there's just specific conditioning uh, reacting to spontaneously to the conditions into which the conditioning is thrust. I'll leave you to parse that out. So acceptance begins at home, coming to accept this unit and the, the the, the, the so-called character, recognize that there's no character, but notice that the character-ness that continues to play through the unit does what it does. There's no Fred, but there is Fredness. You're listening to it. I'm looking at it in the monitor here. And uh, so there is Fredness. There's, I'm talking to it too. So there, but, but well, I'm not talking to it. Pardon me, I'm talking to oneness, but I'm not talking to Fredness. This is this is Fredness. This the way that this thing looks, the conditioning here, the way that it talks, the way that it that it acts and operates, and all of that. That's Fredness. There's just no Fred in the middle of it. So coming to see through the fact that there's certainly no Fred here. I looked for over 30 years, and I can promise you there is no Fred here. Actually, I looked for 30 years uh, as of this year or next year. I think it'll be next year. It'll be 30. My, my spiritual career will expand to include a full 30 years. Um, and, uh, and not that that means a damn thing, but it's, a, it's you know, human beings love fun numbers. So that's my, um, that, that's my anniversary or my celebration, my birthday, whatever you want to call it. Um, and then um, 2006 was my rebirth day. <laughs> These units do what they do. There is nothing that you can do about what this unit does, but there does appear to be, this is completely not non-dual. I understand that. Because what I report on is what works. I'm not interested in reporting on work, what works smoothly with non-dual philosophy. What I'm telling you is that observation appears to have um, influence, appears to cause some sort of influence. Because when we, it's the same way that when um, I tell somebody, you know, so just notice how the, the unskillful patterns and over time, if you watch unskillful patterns, they tend to thin and a lot of times they actually go away. I'm not saying they always going away and I'm not saying they're going away in a hurry. This, this, is a, this, this is a hospital, but it's not an emergency room. You're not flip, 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 which is what we want. As human beings, I don't have much time. Let's go ahead and get this enlightenment thing over so I can get to the next thing. 
or or what can I do with this enlightenment? Oh, because this looks like a handy tool for bread. All that's crap. So let's just get back to the idea of acceptance. So from a relative perspective, it behooves us to try to cooperate with this because this is the inevitable. And this inevitable is the unavoidable. So from a logical perspective, it just makes sense to try to get on board with what is. It doesn't mean that you're applauding it. It just means that you're not fighting it because you're it, it, hopefully you're not making harsh judgments about it. Granted, judgment arises here and, I, and, I, and that judgment is, is, I call things skillful and I will call things unskillful. Skillful things are things that, the, that through this conditioning, uh, something feels that it is, that that pattern is worth repeating or it's not worth repeating. And that's what I mean by skillful or non-skillful. It's a judgment, but it's the lightest judgment that can be, that can be used that I've found within relativity. That's just, just a languaging thing within relativity. So even though there is nothing that you can do to clear up, I just noticed that attention and where it's placed, don't ask me who's placing it there, I don't know. I'm reporting what works. I'm not reporting how it works or who it works for or, or any of that stuff. I'm just reporting that attention, when, when attention is placed on something, then that whatever that is will expand in our experience. And if we place it on unskillful patterns of the unit, then we will come to see that those are atrociously large, probably, and that actually they are what they are. That there's no reason to get rid of them. I mean, there's no one here to try to get rid of them. Trying to get rid of them will actually sustain them. So pure observation, there does appear to be influence within relativity via pure observation, but by that which is prior to relativity. I can't put that down on paper. I can't do the math on that for you because it's just what the, the, the math is, is to notice that paradox is never either or, it's both. And awakening or non-duality is incredibly paradoxical. It encompasses both the relative and the absolute. Now, that is, that is acceptance from the relative standpoint. Notice that this is the world that we have and that resisting it does no good. And that what happens when you resist is that you suffer more. And now you're suffering from your thoughts about the problem, what you consider to be the problem. You're suffering from your thoughts about it, but not the thing itself. Now let's look at, let, now let's look at acceptance from the non-dual perspective. Let's look at acceptance from a more truthy perspective. There's no one here to make observations. So I'm never suggesting that someone should make observation. I'm just saying, be willing to observe. Just be willing for observation to take place. Just allow it. 
Tell yourself the truth about what you see. But from the most true position, there's nobody here. There's nobody here to do any of that. There's no one here to accept or reject what's going on. There's just what's going on. And the idea that there is something else that can reject or accept what's going on, that's the trip down the, the rabbit hole. That's, that's not, that's, that is actually dualistic thinking declaring itself to be non-dual thinking. Non-duality, listen to it, it means what? It means one, it means, Advaita means not two, which is more accurate than one, but one is easier to say. And uh, I'm talking about the, the same thing. The, there's no one home in the middle of this thing. There's no Fred, there's no Fred and Hurricane Fred, and there's no Fred in this unit. And there's no Bob or Carol or Ted or whatever your name is. There's, you're, there's no one in that unit either. Both of these units are not inhabited by a Fred. They are inhabited, or, or whatever you are, who, whatever your name is, they're not inhabited by personalities. These things are all inhabited by the same thing. Everybody is actually the inhabitant of everybody, whether it's you, me, Betsy, my dog, whatever, it makes no difference. And, and, and actually that's true of, of things that we don't consider to be sentient, but which are on some level that we don't understand. I mean, trees are sentient. I don't know how, I don't know why, I don't know. I mean, I, there's no why to any of this, but I don't know how trees are sentient. It's not on a level that I understand, but I've read enough about foresting to know that there's sentience there. It's just not sentience like you and I have, but there's sentience in my dog and it's not sentience like we, you and I have, but we certainly wouldn't argue about the fact that it was sentient. <laughs> There is, this is inhabited, excuse me. This is, these units are all inhabited by the animating presence. Of awakeness. And I'll just throw this in awakeness itself being more of an absence. More of a, a, a your absence than a presence, but we will stick with this definition right here for now, which is that these units are inhabited by this very same animating presence. What's looking through these eyes is what's looking through yours eyes and Betsy's eyes, the dog's eyes. And if the tree has something like eyes, then it's um, looking from there too, but I don't notice any. So given that there's no one here, who is it that's going to surrender to relativity? Because that's what we're really talking about. When they tell us to surrender to this, what are they talking about? Well, it's, it's this on a larger level, but it, for the moment, let's just stick to this, 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 this manifestation. That's the same thing that we see from, from, from the relative view. We got, there's this manifestation and any sense of individual 
individuality or anything like that has got to be, it's, it's got to accept the inevitable, which is this, which is manifestation. So this is manifestation, but it's much more than manifestation. You don't even need manifestation. It's, you know, it's, a, it's a romp while we're here. I can see that, but, uh, but I can see, also see that I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to be on this romp forever. And I speak as a whiteness. I would not want to be. I would not want to think that I was one of these units forever. I wouldn't even want the association with one of these units forever. Because, I mean, this unit is only 68 and it's already falling apart. So you can imagine at 85 or 90, my God, I mean, it just, it, it would, it's already difficult. It would be a torture, torture. And I want there, I don't want that. My, 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 when my mother died several years after my father, because women tend to outlaw live their husbands, I came to find out that I no longer envied women because they lived longer than men. I found out I didn't want to live as long as my mother did. It just, it just wasn't, it wasn't pleasant, right? And there were just so many stories there. Might I have the stories? Probably not, but the body would have some stories of its own, so to speak. So there's no one here to surrender to relativity. There's no one here to surrender to this. There's only this. So whatever it thinks, whatever feels like it's something that's other than this, whatever knows that it's other than this, that's not other than this, but this is part of it, but it's not confined to this. That which knows it's not confined to this and check down deep, you'll find it. It, it has to surrender to this. The awakeness, the absolute, this is the other side of, of, of surrender or acceptance. Awakeness has to come to accept this. And relativity as it is, because it is the experience. Relativity is a dream. But in the way that we're talking, everything else is a dream too, which is not, un, which is not untrue, but we don't need to go into that here. What we want to know, it notice, is that when there is resistance over this, that the, in, 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 it sparks suffering. And obviously, that's not a desirable state. It's not a true state either, but it's from the experience of it, it's not desirable. So these units have to come to accept this, meaning this, this, as it is. And awakeness has to come to accept this, including this unit exactly as it is. And it has to, and it, it does, it's very much easier for awakeness to surrender to relativity 
if, a rel if relativity is cooperating with the inevitable. If I'm accepting this unit, it's a lovely little unit. I mean, I'm really very fond of it. Warts and all, but that's the thing. It does have warts. But I, I love it, warts and all. It's, it's, and, and I certainly accept it. It's already here. This unit couldn't be here if I had not already accepted it. That is not from an entity either, it sounds like it, because that's what we have to do to talk about it. But it, there's no entity. I'm not speaking, I don't want to say that, no, I'll just shut up on that. I might hit on something there that I'm, that I'm unsure of, and I really don't like to talk about what I'm unsure of, except for when awakeness forces this unit to do so. And I'm right out on the edge here, but I'm not over any, I'm, I'm not into any actual really new territory. I'm just trying to cover some old territory with some new people and, bring, and to make this old territory new to some old followers, right? This is the way it is. See, this is what is. And there is no alternative to what is. There's no comparison to what is. There's no almost what is. There's just what is. Awakeness. You are awakeness. You're not the little body. Let the little body, try to get the little body to accept its world. The more it does that, the better off it is, and the easier that, that the truth will become to be seen. But ultimately, I am speaking to the only thing that is, which is myself, which is awakeness. And awakeness, I am imploring you to accept relativity exactly as it is because in the absence of a resistance of in the absence of resistance there's no character and no suffering and no pain well i i, I, I meant psychic pain <laughs> there's still physical pain don't think there's not and for those of you in physical pain this will not take you above it but this will help you to see that if you had a story that you shouldn't have, something you have, you got cancer, the idea that you shouldn't have it is patently ridiculous. I talked to somebody yesterday who's got cancer and he told me, and, he, and, and it's terminal, and he talked to me as matter-of-factly as if he was reporting how much butter was in the fridge. He was simply wasn't fighting it because that would put his, his possibly his final days into an uproar. Why do that? So when you think you can't accept this one thing, think of my friend. It's just recent, or I'll say it's recently. It is fairly recently. <clears throat> this is something that was here and then went away and came back and these things sometimes do. And uh, he's Except on, on the on the relative level, he's accepting it very well. And and yesterday we moved beyond the relative level. And of course, there would be no argument with it from there. Because alert awakeness, conscious awakeness, 
has no arguments, no questions, and really has no commentary. But still, it's always trying to help itself out from a relative perspective. And so relatively, there's some confused units out there. And relatively, the, this, this teaching is to try to render the suffering, not to take it away because it's not there. It's to just note it, help you notice that the suffering is it's not yours. And it's, and it's not about anything that's true. So I don't know if this made a difference for you or not, but <clears throat> you can't shoot a guy for trying. I love you very much. Thank you for being here. I hope to see you again quite soon. Bye-bye.